0: live from brooklyn podcasting studio it is megan the stallion's muse this is stay busy with armand sadler Get it. Yeah, yeah. Acoustic the claps? You know what I'm saying?
1: We're going to get these drops in here, Josh, soon.
0: <laughs> Eventually. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Stay Busy with Armand Sadler, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture, and we like to have some fun as well. I am the host, head honcho, vegan chorizo poppy, three-mile Monday poppy, Babyface assassin. I do it all. Well, I'm a little rough right now, actually, but I got to get a cut soon. But I am Armand Sadler still. That is me. I'm here with some very special people. My guy. What's go. going on, y'all? My name is Nick Early, uh, executive
1: producing, co-hosting, stay busy. I'm happy to be here. We it's have a good an day.
0: exciting day today. Yes. We got a cool guest. This is, um, sh- she cool. We have we have defended Drake together. <laughs> We've made playlists together.
2: Listen, shout out to the music group chat. Shout
0: out to the group chat. Yeah, we here. We got another group <laughs> chat friend with us, Miss Industry. But she cool, though. She's down to earth. <laughs>
2: I'm really nice. I Imaris Reyes is here. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, Imaris. What's up, y'all? Thank you for having
0: me. You're actually our first Greek guest, too. You know, we got a week. We got a shout out to the, yeah. to, to to the, Greek the Greeks. Greek them. You know, so we're happy to have you here. Thank you for joining of course. us. Thanks. It's going to be a real, real fun time. This is Stay Busy Women's History Month. This is our third guest. As you know, we have women's deep cuts. Our half and half comes from women. Our guests are women. We're highlighting them. And discussing their paths within the industry and the things that they're contributing. So, big yeah, we're really excited. Want to give a shout out to anyone who's tuning in, any first time listeners, returning listeners, whether you like Purell or Germ X, Lysol or Clorox, <laughs> Drums or Flats, Sweet Potato Pie or Pumpkin Pie, Confessions 1 or Confessions 2, Tory Lanes or Drake Controller, sure. PS4 or Tory. Xbox. You like Tory Lanes better?
3: Sorry.
2: <sighs>
1: oh, the, ladies,
0: the ladies love Tori though It was I mean, a vibe Nuh-uh,
2: The ladies don't uh, yeah, yeah Yeah exactly he's short He's exactly. short yeah. you out here height
0: shaming <laughs> I stand for my under six feet brothers. Okay, hey. you're not going to do this. Understand. <laughs> uh, w- Want to give a big shout out to Kitty for joining us last week. Kitty DJ Kitty, say word. Yeah. She I really was awesome. Liked that episode. Yeah, was yeah, dope. yeah, yeah. She was real cool. A lot, a lot of gems. Playlists are like meals. Now, anytime I make a playlist, I'm going to think about <laughs> you. Know, about food, the rice and, and the protein. On you're that. get so, hungry yeah. making a playlist. I, I'm always hungry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> big shout out to our photographer, Miz. Joining us once again. I see Miz. I see Miz. Icy yeah. Miz. And our videographer, Malik, holding it down with the visuals. Yes, yes, claps all around. We've been clapping a lot today. We got to get
1: the acoustic. We do, we do. (laughs) Uh, Of
0: course, a huge shout-out to our distribution platform, Anchor. If you do not know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for free to all the platforms you would like to use, and you can get some sponsored ads, regardless of your listenership. And, of course, our lovely studio with the water and the pink lemonade, Brooklyn Podcasting Studio, and Josh. Yes shout out josh for also disinfecting the heck out of this oh, place oh yes yeah, yeah. and it's, making us wash our hands before right. we came in yeah. it is <laughs> we it love sanitizing. sparkling clean in here so I, I feel very very comfortable i
2: mean it's a rona and potting day so
0: yeah <laughs> rona and
2: potting
0: rona and potting so is is it rona or Well what do you guys prefer rona, to i'm gonna say rona, rona because rona? what's the name <laughs> said Rony. So that's taking our reigns so we're we gonna do our own thing rona nah, okay. nah, nah, not. <laughs> all right yeah,
1: we're not even going to name them because they didn't uh, want to uh, name us. Uh, 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 okay. No, no, no. I'm just... <laughs> I, know, I
0: know, I know, I
2: know.
0: It's all love, though. Exactly. All right, let's get into the chat. So, Jay Electronica finally dropped his album, his debut album. Jay We've been waiting on this for like 10 years, but <laughs> 10. he dropped it, and it was sprinkled with Ho verses. We got the Dream Features. We got Travis a Travis Scott feature, some really, really dope production. Um, I I got through it once, so I'm not going to critique it or give any in-depth review, but it was from what i heard it was some very quality production high level lyricism hove is still rapping like he well i mean and that's the thing a a lot of people were talking like oh like i can't believe hove is still rapping like this at this age but then uh, i saw conversations on the timeline where it's like rapping is kind of like comedy in that you get some people get better as they get older because you just sharpen your skills like you just you do you do it more so like it's not surprising to see Hove rapping the way he was. It's not like being in the league where, like, your knees just going to give out. Yeah, like, exactly. Right? It's real different. <laughs> yeah. Unless, it's know. real different.
2: I mean, I'm not going to hold y'all. I haven't heard it yet. But, mm-hmm. like, Me I've neither. been seeing kind of, like, the conversations around it. It's like, I don't know. Just I think people are just too critical. Like, yeah. just let Hove do his thing. Mm-hmm. He already established who he is. He yeah. will always be that person. So, like.
1: Let them experiment. Yeah,
2: Yeah. like, what is a big deal? Like, people were really going in. (laughs) I haven't really listened, so I don't really have a big opinion yet, but, I mean. But to that same point, do you think
1: that we should hold the goats to a goat level standard, though?
2: I feel like when you're, like, when you've established that goat level standard, you just, like, what could take that away from you? You know what I mean?
1: But I feel like at the same time, there's, like, because they're a goat, you expect only yeah. greatness from them. So mm-hmm. anything that doesn't hit or doesn't stick, but it just feels like, well, dang! Like obviously they're not gonna. That's not gonna demote them from out of the goat level because once right. you hit that, you out of here. You know, it's yeah. a it's a it's a lifetime <laughs> membership club right. once you're in the goat level. But
2: so is I, that the argument that he didn't really. Like what? What's the argument
3: right
0: now? Oh no 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 no! B- whole- people were just saying people were like surprised that he was rapping so well. Oh, the literal the reverse. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. Was like... I, gotta, I mean, but okay. but still, like the conversation you guys are having is a good conversation because Hove okay. really hasn't had any misses. So like, like whereas someone like Eminem, you know, like Revival, uh, that album was
3: <laughs> wow. So it's I like get through it. Yeah.
0: So it's like you know, I like, think it's his beat selection. It's yeah. Always, it's Always
1: been his beat selection.
0: Really. Yeah. I, I don't know. A, a lot of people feel like he's. Eminem is still trying to do like a lot of a razzle dazzle with his lyricism rather than making good songs, and you know razzle it's like we, we we know like well, we heard rap god, well, we've heard you your whole career, so yeah, no, um, so yeah, that's a good con- that was a good conversation yeah. you guys sparked up though, um, Kehlani, toxic, I love you. Kehlani. You guys know I love her. we 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 talk about it every episode <laughs> like this is this is stay busy is Kalani super fans stands, <laughs> um, I, I really enjoyed the track. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 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 ready for the album at this point. I'm 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 looking forward to that. I don't.
1: There hasn't been a mess.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, she does she's, a mess. There no. hasn't been one. And but I she, mean, she's been in like a different zone lately, though. Yeah, like I think it's. Last I really year, think it's and when and you
1: half. when you're a mom
0: and yeah. you got like,
1: look, I got a child. Like, it's time to get after it. I think she like had that recharge and whatever mm-hmm. she did, and she's just been on yeah.
2: it. Like, like while we wait it was definitely about her daughter. You know, her daughter coming. Yeah, and now I think She's just had a little more experience with other things. Mm-hmm. You know. She
0: has to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we got to talk about her Valentine's Day record, Shameful, but that was really good, too. That I actually missed that one. You didn't, I didn't hear that? I that, didn't hear that, that, that that's a that good, good record. That's a, it's okay. deep. It's Damn, well, I'm deep. I'm about to go back and listen you gotta
2: to You got to listen to Valentine's Day, then Toxic, mm-hmm. and see how Oh, that... and see the contrast? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Cause... I like this narrative she's putting out. It's kind of mm-hmm. like with these these singles she's been doing. How many... Has it been kind of like a, like a once every... Three weeks ish. Two We weeks-ish? got
0: toxic Valentine's Day. All me it was like a couple months ago. We got you know what's up. You, you know, know what's, what's up. Um, so, so something in between all those. It's been know. a few months. I yeah, think mm-hmm. she she like she's been giving us stuff. Yeah, she's been giving us stuff. We so yeah, we um, love you. Kim, I'm looking forward man. to the. To the... <laughs> I
2: mean, everybody's gonna love this song. It uses the word toxic.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's so, like, so come on, toxic her. Twitter is about yeah. to be on. Um, on a thou. Yeah. She hit us yeah. right, right in the heart there. Um <laughs> this week we got a single and video from well, an what was it called? With a K. Yes, yes, the YG track. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Yeah. And we talked about that. Yeah. 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 And and that was good. I like that one too. Like, yes, yeah, so Kelani's shooting. <laughs> <laughs> um this week we got a single and video from Lil' Yachty, Drake, and the baby, Oprah's bank account. Um Yo, Did you guys get a chance video? to the video dope? So much fun. They're oh, having so much fun. They, yeah. yeah it's Why like, you said it like that? No, Did no, no, like their- no, no, no. I mean, like I,
1: I, I'm saying that because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't
0: see it. Oh, okay, okay. I no, was like, oh, you didn't? didn't? No, no, like no, 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 no. I mean,
1: I I, mean, sure I would have loved
0: it. I, I I will say there were certain parts where it felt like they might have been doing a little too much. Like it was a, it was a long video, it was like nine nine minutes, yeah. something like that. Movie. But it it was funny. Like Drake is always gonna give you those that 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 little comedy hour. I mean hour, minute, minute and a half of mm-hmm. like him just doing his thing. The baby's funny, like the little exchange with him and when Yadi was wearing the dress and saying, like, why do you always say let's go? Where are you going? Like it was <laughs> it was a good video. Like it probably could have been shorter, but it kind of. it suited. Sooth- Three super creative dudes, and like the song was cool too. Like I don't, I don't love the song, but the video helped a lot. Yeah.
2: He was talking. um I was watching an interview with him and Big Boy, and he was saying like the comments were just attacking him for wearing a dress, and it's just like, it's 2020, are we but, still doing but, that? But also, it's like,
1: it's like, how to describe it? Like you, you watch movies like Mrs. Doubtfire, Big Mamas, right. like it's. It's 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 a movie. It it's a joke. It's like, not real
2: life. Yeah, yeah, it's real life. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we've seen this in other ways yeah. that it's like it's not so crazy. Like it's right. a music video. You know they're gonna go above and beyond, do something different. Yeah,
2: like. and he also said that um, it was his idea to be Oprah. Like off the bat so he wanted to be
1: playing, oprah. so if he's playing <laughs> oprah what why is it like it should yeah. be funny you know what i'm saying yeah. like he's
0: dressing up as yadi and they're wearing the right, dress right right, like right. He's, right he's playing someone so yeah i don't know people are weird that things they find hey, so bro! like yeah. it's not that real. man <laughs> it's um, not that serious but it's good yeah. to see yadi releasing music i feel like it's been a little bit before, a, a little while since he's released his own stuff he didn't have no contract stuff did he no no i don't think it was any contract i th- I, I, th- I honestly think he just took some time off to like develop oh, yeah because yeah. like he was he, he was putting out a lot from like 2016 to 2018 I, I don't i don't know if he put anything out last year but he was he was pumping out a lot of music so mm-hmm. I, I think it was good yeah. that he yeah. took this break because like i, I like yadi i th- yeah, I, th- I think to... he's talented um mm-hmm. and he had a really good run he's had a couple it's of good a fun runs. artist. yeah he's, fun he's artist.
2: super fun and i think a lot of people take that too literal you mm-hmm. know what i mean like yeah you know he could produce quality music but he also kind of fun with it yeah like drake like we know drake yeah. we know drake will make music mm-hmm. but he, he, just has, he likes to have fun sometimes. He's an actor, like, too. People yeah. like, that's his Yeah, I was telling everybody, like, I can't wait for Drake to do the switch, to mm-hmm. just become a full-blown actor.
1: Oh, like, just like, it's gonna acting, happen. acting. That's a yeah. bag. Yeah, like, that's, that's another bag. bag. People don't understand that's his
0: craft, too. Yes. Like, as one of his crafts. Like, mm-hmm. the man I'm was waiting a whole for actor it. before this. I'm waiting yeah. for it. Speaking of Drake, um, <laughs> this past weekend uh, was March 14th. Um, we know that uh, he had the record on Scorpion that closed out the album where he basically, it's a letter to Adonis um, that was the day or the day after he found out that, um, um, what's her name, Sophie Brousseau was pregnant with uh, Adonis. Um, we've seen him talk a bit more about, you know, his relationship with, with his uh, baby mom and just with his son in general, really um, embracing fatherhood. Um, and it was also just a really, really dope record. So yeah. I thought it was cool to talk about. Um Tyga and megan the stallion released a record freak uh this past weekend i didn't love it I didn't um love it either. it's you know it's definitely one of the booty shaking records like yeah. it would probably sound good <laughs> out but you know it's it's kind of the Tyga formula and you know meg fit well into it and that's why i wanted to talk in, about whether or not taiga is a legend or not and if he's consistent or if he's one-dimensional i think he's had some well, really good runs like 2012 2013 around then and then when taste with offset blew up and then he put out his album like mm-hmm, a little bit mm-hmm, after yeah. that like he's he, he's had some peaks and then he's had some valleys so yeah. i think there's some people who really like stand by tiger and defend him and I'm, i don't know I, I guess i'm trying to figure it out so what do you guys think
1: i don't think he's a legend i think he has a formula yeah mm-hmm. and i think he knows his sound he knows his formula he knows yeah. like if all else fails he's not feeling it or whatever, he can go back to that formula and he has it, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's his sound and no one should take that away from it but I don't think just having a sound most artists who are established that we know have a sound, mm-hmm. so just having a sound doesn't make you a legend mm-hmm. um, and I think for me, it's like also like what do you do with that sound to, to move with the time you know? and I think like sometimes he can do things that Tyga, I love you, I'm from LA all your records <laughs> were playing when I was young so I love you um, sometimes it feels like it doesn't come. It comes across gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Like YG did the lo- Go Loco, mm-hmm. and then right after he he had like a song, a similar song. Mm-hmm. Well, he was on that song too, but like, mm-hmm. and then um, the Old Town Road, Old Town Road was popping, and then Tyga did like a Western style video Why and everything. Didn't
3: know that.
1: Yeah, so it's like wow. I was like, he's doing like.
2: <laughs> he also hopped on the um, Doja Cat song.
1: Right. So like... I mean, like. There's certain, <laughs> stuff, there's certain stuff, like Tiger has, Tiger's is established, you know, and he he has his thing, he's go to, but like, I don't necessarily look at him as like a legend. I, I, re, I respect Tiger. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Tiger, we know what we're getting from him, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't know, like, legend?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he's a legend, but I definitely think he's made a staple, you know? Everybody knows that, like, I mean, usually people assume, like, if it's a Tiger single, it's gonna be one of those, like, real hits, like,
3: TV, yeah. radio, you West know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's
2: a radio joint. He knows that's what he's good at. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know, Legend just seems like a really far fetched word yeah. for Tiger.
1: Mm-hmm. But he's not there yet and he'd have to really But do you do you it. think
2: can you think he get there? Like what would he have to change? I feel like he'd have to change his whole
1: I don't think he has to change anything. No? I think he needs to just give us like real rapping. Like his yeah. earlier stuff his mixtapes and stuff like that, he was rapping. I'm like, yo, Tiger's nice. <laughs> yeah. And then he went real commercial. He went real real commercial. Yeah. He had some hits and yeah. they were dope and stuff that you know, but it's like I think he needs to give us some rap, but give us it in his lane. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, But do
2: you think people will gravitate towards that since they're so used to him being so mainstream, so radio?
1: I think Tory does that really well. A lot of his, you listen to his project, it's very commercial sounding, but it's always cohesive. It sounds good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Tiger could do something like that and it would just pop. I think it would go. Mm -hmm. If he give us, imagine like a bunch of Tiger singles on a project altogether, that would be hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You just see silver star. I mean, silver stars all on Apple Music, just boom, boom, boom.
2: Question. Yeah. Is he almost similar to Big Sean, in the sense of his hold and his mark in the industry? Because I feel like Big Sean could really give us something, but he's just always either featuring on Janae's or working with her. Mm. Like he never gives us like a solid, you know.
1: But did, Big you, you, Sean. you talk about you saw the pull up. That yeah. Was, yeah. So wasn't he going through a lot, Big Sean? Yeah. Over, like, over the last yeah. few years. Yeah, yeah. So like that's kind of like. You know, mm-hmm. taking him out of the space of creating i mean sean's one of the best spitters like exactly we, we have but i think it all comes down Acting, to his yeah. making songs and that's why yeah. someone like breezy someone like tiger they they have these formulas for hits that they just go to and it just it just takes off right yeah and i think big sean may if he were to go back into that, and say that's not necessarily his <laughs> like his thing yeah you know what I'm saying is making these huge commercial hits he's, he's more of a I would say on the craft side of rap, like he, he's a, yeah. yeah a solid he talked rapper. about
0: it when he was making his debut album, uh, My Last, with, with Chris Brown. It yeah. came together because they were like, "Yo, you need a hit. Like, you need something that's gonna hit radio." And like that wasn't really his his bag. Yeah. Like his his early mixtapes, he was just rapping, rapping, and freestyling. I'm trying to think: Do Tyga or Big Sean have classic albums? Like, oh. if they have classic mixtapes. I don't know if they have a classic no. <clears throat> album. <laughs> and that that for me is kind of what plays into you being a legend for for, yeah. for me personally. So. I don't know. I think this might be an interesting yeah. discussion. I think Tyler
1: will have to give us an album of that. Yeah.
0: Because his, his mixtapes are, are solidified. It needs to be well a and r with features, like really good features. I liked his. He put out an album like 2019. I, I liked it. I, what was it called? I forget what it was called, but it, I, I liked it. I did he had to it. he had some solid features on there. Chris Brown, sweetly Out, right? Yeah, it was good. It was good. I'll play him as a deep well, cut co- in, in you the future. You gotta send me that because yeah. I actually did not know that. I got you. um And last thing, Alina Baraz announced her album. It was oh, divine. That. It is dropping May 5th. She dropped a single Morocco this week with my guy Black. Really enjoyed that. Black doesn't miss on features. Um, And I think we need to put more respect on his name. He has an album coming this year, too, that I'm really excited about Yeah, Um, because he's he's delivered two really great ones. So a third one. And yeah, I think he's out of here. So, Nick, what you sipping on, brother?
1: I'm sipping on some chicory root tea. Chicory root root. Bougie. Yeah, you know how I do. So, yeah, chicory root tea is good for you. Uh, A lot of people use it as like an it's a common alternative to coffee because the way it looks, it's like ground it's brown and it. It's good. It's like a strong, heavy body tea. Mm. I like it. Um, also has prebiotics. Prebiotics like feeds the the good bacteria inside your stomach. So it's like nutrients for them. So we need that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then it's also good for blood sugar control. Um, so yeah. Um, but our half and half for today is coming out of Rolling Stone. Shout out to my girl Amy X Wang. Amy, we are gonna get you on here one day. <laughs> Definitely one of our favorite writers. Right. Um, this is her ad. Of course, we're talking her ad. Her article talking about. Uh, does music touring insurance cover coronavirus Ooh. it's complicated the Rony. Rona. Rona. of course we're at this space now where we have to talk about it we didn't want to be tone deaf <laughs> we wanted to speak on it just briefly um but live music and the insurance industry are kind of at war right now oh yeah because everything is being canceled yeah and there's a situation that everything is being canceled, but the insurance companies have been stipulating and updating their contracts with clauses that basically exempt them from covering anything that has to do with pandemics or coronaviruses. So uh, this article goes on to discuss uh, different things like that. So it's like Coachella, of course, is is paused um, and it's going to be rescheduled to October. Lion uh, Nation and AEG. Live Nation AEG have been um postponing all their tours. So anyone under them, that's they're the biggest <laughs> two, you know, in the US. So like all tours are pretty much postponed. Um and everyone's turning to their to their insurance companies for these payouts. But it's a situation where the insurance companies have basically like said, Well, it's like me looking at you, okay, I'm an insurance company. Uh I'm not you're no, I'm the artist. I'm saying, okay, insurance company, protect us. You're like, No, no. I can't protect <laughs> you. I <ain't> got nothing to <laughs> so do with this. It's right, not my, my, whole business. It's not right. my business. It's not my business. And so, so for people who don't know. There's uh, there's two types of insurances. There's one that's a promoter's insurance that doesn't include the pandemic. So the on the, the side of the promoters, the companies that are creating this stuff, they're the ones that do it. And so, yeah, the promoters' insurance uh, doesn't include the pandemics, like I said. So anything that has to do with not acts of God. Acts of Gods are like uh, hurricanes, tornadoes, volcanoes, I all that stuff. I
2: saw that. I was like, right. excluding acts of God. Yeah. Right, right, right. What do you mean? So, South
1: by Southwest had that on there uh, right, on their right. policy. Exactly. So it's, it's really interesting. South by Southwest, if those don't know, got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All due to Rona. Dreamville um, to Rona. August. And then there's artist insurance. So like, But the artist insurance is typically too restrictive. And the only thing that it will uh, protect is if the artist's personal health has been affected by... Um, by, you know, the situation so that they will cancel. So it's a really interesting thing. I want to talk about this to the contract language. They have specific contract language that Amy uh, speaks towards. And so she has, quote, notwithstanding the above, this insurance excludes any loss uh, directly or indirectly arising out of, contributed by, or resulting from coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, or any mutation or variation thereof (laughs) and or threat. Whether actual or perceived, or fear thereof. That is a sick that's sentence. That's crazy. That is <laughs> the sickest <laughs> sentence I've ever like, read.
2: In all, you're not getting your money back. Like, like you literally, are not that's getting. just what you should say. And back. so,
1: with that, um, a lot of people are recommending, especially all these legal teams, are recommending that artists postpone and don't refund because yeah. refund, obviously, they're at operating everything at a loss. And nowadays, like, you make money off of shows, these tours. Like, oh, yeah. Um, you work at a LA, label, I'm sure. Like, it's going, hey, it's mayhem inside. Cancelation, like, right. just
2: post, 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 <laughs> post, yeah. postponing, has, emails have been on a roll. So yeah. it's like, it hurts, you know? And especially people who have been looking forward to just going on tour. Like, you could imagine how how that's going to impact everything yeah. in terms of the rest of their rollout. And, you know, it's, it's it sucks, you know? Yeah. But it's just like... Safety over everything. I guess. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing now. <laughs>
1: What's crazy too is then the article goes on then to describe like even then like further segmenting like how this is affecting smaller independent artists who are oh, touring. Yeah. Because oftentimes this the insurance is purchased by, you know, the big companies that they can do that. And oftentimes like so they they gave an example of like a million dollar policy is like thirty bands. Like
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: you got thirty bands just for the insurance? No, you're gonna put that thirty bands towards whatever other, other whatever other costs you need, Production, right? And even you know. if you're touring with 30 bands to tour with to like spend for a budget. But um it's really interesting so she talks about she talks about like how that's affecting even smaller artists um because no one's even purchasing yeah. insurance but and she gives, goes on to give a few case studies of like two smaller artists who have like like they're like okay, now we have to cancel everything. So now in the future we're going to purchase this insurance at whatever level we can get some sort of policy. But it's really interesting how like how this is really, really affecting everybody's
2: bag. Like, Everybody, and all, bag. all parts. HL. Like the production companies, labels, labels, like artists.
1: Everybody's bag.
2: Us, we put our right. money into certain right. festivals. It's really showing me.
1: I feel like th- this whole Corona thing has shown me like health is wealth. Mm-hmm. If no one's well, it nothing matters. Nothing, yeah. matters.
2: nothing freaking yeah. matters. And I kind of like, hope this puts things into perspective for people. You know, like we just got to be a little more cautious, a little more sanitary. Mm-hmm. Like people are just learning how to wash their hands. Oh my god, that's disappointing. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: You know, like yeah. let's take it serious. Yeah.
1: Well, that's my half and half. We just wanted to
0: speak on it because, you know, we got to be, it's important, relevant, trying to stay Rony free, Rona free. I keep saying Rona. Rona. I'll, I'll, get, it. Rony? I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> Rona. Yo, stop ganging up on me, all right? It's my show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, my this God.
0: show. Woo. All right. Let's get to the employee of the week. I right. want to give a big shout out to my pal, Jan Sneed. Yeah, Jan. Jan Sneed. Jan is great. Um, I actually interviewed her back in either June or July. Um, she's a graduate of Keene University, um, currently executive creative director at Can't Buy Respect Agency. That's owned by Grammy Award winning producer and lyricist Chasing Cash. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, super dope dude. Um, she's a former host of Podcast about nothing, former host of The Coffee Shop, which is a podcast and YouTube series, um, former editor in chief at Dinnerland Network. And she's had some experience doing some journalism stuff, doing editorials and interviews at Hype Fresh Magazine. She currently works with Audio Mac as a playlist curator for the Hometown Heroes uh, Jersey playlist and previously curated whip sessions and third shift playlists um, for upcoming hip hop and R&B acts. And... As if all of that isn't enough, she's the manager of communications and digital strategy at the Catal Center for Health, Equity, and Justice. Jeez. Essentially, Yan okay. be busy.
3: That's a beautiful resume. <laughs> be busy.
0: To yeah. See you, Jan? Okay. Yeah, she's great. And she's another person, um, uh, another woman who uses her social media platform, to give gems to independent artists telling them how, how to operate how to navigate um pitching to writers connecting with writers just moving within the industry and moving with positive energy she was really um a huge fan of nipsey hustle when i interviewed her she was actually brought to tears when she was talking about nipsey because he passed you know a couple yeah. months prior to that and so she's been like you know she, she's always posting like quotes of his or videos of Where's his talking in interviews uh she's from jersey okay she, she's from uh trenton i believe yeah trenton new jersey yeah um but she she, she loves la she's trying to make the move out there uh, she's always out there linking with chasing and cash and like she hosts these clubhouse uh la sessions for independent artists where they can you know Super like basically cool. everything i'm talking about just you wow. know learning how to move and even just making music and working with producers and connecting with producers so yeah yon yeah, does dope stuff so wow. one more time shout out to y'all yes, cool. i love where? to see women. Great. yeah you know what i mean pouring into the community using their resources it's nothing like it all right yeah. let us slide uh, the best song wasn't the single, but
3: you were either
0: all right yeah. it's time slide deck women's history month slide deck we got the deep cuts you know what we do um we're going to start with our guest so what did you bring for us
2: Cash page, six, four. All
0: right. We love that.
3: in my riding in my Riding On four fours, so the neighbors can't see my chrome. Where you at? What you on? I pick you up, promise won't take too long. What you need, you know I got it. We smoking on this gas, and you know it's exotic. You give me weird feelings, and babe, I can't hide it. We walk up in the club, and they bumping the mojo. 2 a.m. But this moment is timeless and we don't fly Cruising in my cities, bro. I be riding your city, my in my Riding in my
0: 6-4, yeah. cash, cash page yes. okay
2: it's such a driving song all right
0: <laughs> why'd you why'd you bring that what i is-
2: mean so i really got put on to her i was listening to her project Part car Convos, mm. um and she did uh she sampled i don't know if you guys know dream koalas can't be friends sampled by doja cat fab mick jenkins mm. um mm. Not yeah, you guys probably know it. I you probably know it. You probably know it. Um, so I heard that, and I was like, "Oh, I really like the sample. I love Dream Koala. He's one of my favorite, um, mm. really underrated, low key producers." Um, so I heard that, and I was like, "Wait, who is this?" So I ended up listening to the project, and she go hard. She's dope. Like, mm. she's she's actually very toxic, though. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, we like this word toxic. We do. We do. Um, but yeah, like she's very she's hazardous. From, yeah, she's from <laughs> Dallas. Like, she really just talks her shit.
1: Mm. She like, didn't. She can. She didn't really sound yeah. from dallas to me like she had that that i kind of got an atlanta vibe i don't know
2: yeah. why i had
1: some new york th- when she sounded mm. like uh boogie with the na 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 na
3: flow. Mm.
2: and she's on the don toliver um euphoria track with travis okay. so i feel like now everybody's kind of just you know ha- hopping on the way like i mean on sale everybody check her out like i really yeah. like her stuff
0: she's dope i I, yeah. I i discovered her on spotify a couple yeah. weeks ago happy song I, 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 lo- I love that song and i think she did the love remix with Black too. Yes. Black was on the track. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, she's dope. Real yeah. dope.
2: I think she's up next. Like I see a lot of like RB, a lot of B women out here. Yeah. And I'm really, really excited for that. They are definitely leading yeah. the
0: movement. Definitely. All right, brother, what'd you bring for us?
2: uh uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I brought uh that was oh, so yeah, Cash Page. That was produced by Sonic Major. Shout out Sonic Major. Look yes, at yes, that. Yes. Um yeah, we Look gotta that. live love the producers. So mine is uh, Sinead Harnett. This is Leo Bear, produced by Mass Time Joy.
3: I remember when I got the call Seen before your colors, they shine so bright.
0: that leo she's bear, vibe. She's an leo bear. Vibe. <laughs> i like that
1: yes Sinead and she has, Yes, she's from the uk for y'all that don't know her uh, she's an amazing artist i really love her her music is it's very um you know in the uk they love classic r&b they love classic um you know hip-hop and soul and stuff like that so they really all the stuff that they their sounds are very like reverent of that so I think I love her voice. You just hear it. It's just very simple, nice, easy ride that. vibe. Mm-hmm. I need to play it in a whip when we
0: dip out of here. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. We're going to throw that on the playlist. Shout out, Sinead. Yeah, she nice. Um, rounding it out, we got My my Love, My Queen, Her, I'm Not Okay. This is produced by D-Mile and Swag Arcelius. <laughs>
3: Sick to my stomach Four in the morning I can't sleep In another city um, Worried about where you may be Feels like I've been here Stressing the things that I can't see Where do you go? What do you do Without me Okay, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Losing my faith. Oh, losing my faith. Stepping away. You're stepping away.
2: Listen, I'm not okay. Huh. She puts you on another kind of bag Like perfect. She just knows what to do. Help, just a, a, <laughs>
0: just a different Help. type of talent. Like it's and the, beautiful, and the fact that like we still haven't gotten a, a proper debut album from her either. Like it's just been these EPs. Help. It's like yo, when once she my finally mom, does it, yo. when she finally does it, she gonna <laughs> blow us away.
2: You okay
3: with it? <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, I, I love I love that record. Wow. Um that was one of my favorites from that project. Yeah, yeah. like that far. I mean, there's not many or any her song that I don't really like. Besides that slide remix.
2: Ugh.
0: That was that um, was
2: like, I was not that happy was, with that. I
0: don't feel like that was even her doing.
2: No. Yeah, it was, course. you
0: know, it was, yeah, that wasn't her doing. <laughs> it was, I was like, what is this? I was like, no, oh,
2: okay. I was what so surprised. This? I was like, wait, her?
0: <laughs> yeah. And
2: yeah, this <it laughs> kind of song, it, it felt right. very, I, I mean, maybe she'll try new things. Are we going
0: to uh, let her try things? Of course. Of course. Hey, you can try you can always it. experiment. You're know not always going <laughs> to like it, but you know, you're know, you welcome to experiment. We hey. love to see that uh, evolution. So, of course, if you want to hear these slides and hear all the other slides, hit our slide deck playlist on all streaming platforms. It is time. Are you guys ready for the board meeting? Yes. Okay. Like I said, we got a special guest here. Good pal. So we want to get to know Yo, her. Yo, that perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm that
1: just be. saying. <laughs> I mean, you,
0: know, I'm, oh, you people who don't really know. <laughs>
2: People who don't know how to say my name usually just say Emaris, um, yeah. which is what I'm called.
0: That was me by mm-hmm. the
2: general public mm-hmm. all the time, and mm. I don't really, I don't really have the energy to correct
3: people. Mm-hmm. But yeah. thank you, yes, I appreciate you're that. you're yeah. welcome. We try we to be that. attentive. You know? Yes. <laughs>
0: so yeah, she's um she's awesome. Um, and we want to we want to get to know her. We want to talk about her her path and her experiences. So we got some questions prepared. It's not the hot seat. It's the friend seat. You know? <laughs> yes. we're, we're cool. We're cool. So kick us off, bro. Yeah.
1: All right. So, um, we you did an interview with our homegirl Alexis. Yes,
3: I did. Yeah, yeah, that shout was out way to back. Alexis. Shout out to
0: Alexis and the I Am series. Yes. Super dope. Check that out. A Y'all for should Alexis. Check me
2: out on there. I talk a
0: lot. Yeah. <laughs> so uh in the interview you were talking a little bit more
1: about like how you feel. Almost was like this duality of working hard. You have to work hard twice working hard one as a woman but then also working hard as a latina can you like can you go into a little bit more depth for our listeners who maybe have not checked out that interview
3: like what
2: you? yeah so i mean i mean i kind of just indulge into the idea i guess because i'm latina i'm dominican puerto rican people assume that my genre of music is like dembo bachata Mm etc um, and sometimes you do get challenged in the hip hop and R and B space. You're kind of just like, "Oh, what do you know about that?" You know, you from New York, <laughs> and, right? I'm a New York Bronx baby. Like, what are you saying? But I mean, it's not really as common. But I've I've have come into a few instances where I've be like questioned my taste of music, and it's just kind of like, really "What do odd. you mean?" Super odd. But I mean, it's just you know one of the things you got to get through. And then there's also the women boundary. Like, I've I've had a lot of men try to like, kind of, like, challenge me and when it comes to rap. Like, one of my favorite rappers is Young Thug. So mm-hmm. I had someone like, go off. I'm like, oh, you know this song, you know that, you know the project, you know when that dropped. I was like, relax. <laughs> like, why, why can't I listen to Young Thug? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like little things like that. And then in the workspace, I mean, like I said in that interview, I was I'm really grateful where I work. So I work at Atlantic Records and it's major- majority women um, running it. So yeah. it's like, we're really holding it down, like, the, all the behind the scenes of all your favorite artists, you know what I mean? Like, it's being held down by women right. and women powerhouses. And Absolutely. a lot of the women that I work around are featured on the Billboard Powerhouse. So oh, it's fire. like, I look up to these women, you know what I right. mean? And one day, you know, we'll see me in the Billboard. <laughs> <artist. Thanks. laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, thanks. Hopefully. Absolutely.
1: Can you yeah. really quickly, just for us, we're out of order right now. Yes. Just tell us who you are. Tell a little bit more of about course. what you do your job title, your favorite food, so on and so forth. No problem.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So Imaris Reyes, I work at Atlantic Records. Um, So right now my kind of position is, it's a little bit of assisting with coordinating. So I work in the video promotion department and pretty much we're the publicity for music videos. Um, So any new releases, we set up premieres, we set up um, talent visits. So like We'll work closely with Vivo, we'll set up the live performance, Vivo Control, um, like the Burner Boy, Vivo Control, all set up by my team Um, that went like mainstream on um, all like social media stuff. And like, you know, in general, it's just us. I love my job because I get to work with artists directly. Mm -hmm. I get to meet them. I get to see their interview style. I get to it's like press. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we go through their press run, which is part of their marketing plan. And it's really cool because you get to see them in a different light, Mm -hmm. you know? And seeing them in that light, you kind of really just get a gist of who they are and the music they're trying to produce. And another cool thing about what I do, I also work for Electra Music Group, which is our rock um, label.
1: Fire. Yeah.
2: You know, I, <laughs> I love rock. Like, Fire. I mean, I'm a three doors down Lincoln Park, Paramore girl. You better tell them. You know what I mean? Like, like I list listen off to them rock. bands. Yeah. So I listen... I listen to a lot of different music and I'm so grateful to be in the position that I am because I get to work across all genres so it's pretty cool.
0: And you previously worked at Complex and Rock Nation yes. as well. So, so what were yeah. So what were those? So those like?
2: were internships um great amazing life-changing internships rock nation um rock nation was always a dream um label you know what i mean like <laughs> it's for black people everything's black everything's culture um so i got to experience that right off of college first internship ever in music was right after college when i thought there was nothing for me um so you know you graduate college and you're like oh i need a plan yeah i need a job exactly. i didn't have that So I was literally networking with a lot of people from Q's. Shout out Q's. Um, We're real real well networked. Um, (laughs) So I reached out to somebody. I was like, you know what? I really need plans this summer. And I want to jumpstart my career. Um, Got on a call with someone at Rock Nation Digital Marketing and just started there. And then soon, shortly after... Started working for Complex, which is also, which is a very different experience because they're more be- media based. Right. So you do a lot of the show like, um, what is it, Hot Ones and yes. stuff like that. So that side was cool because you get to see more of the laid back side of a of an artist because they do have artist features right. on all those things and then shortly after I ended up in Atlantic and been there almost two years in October now wow
1: so. wow! what were your That's positions good. when you were, you were like a general intern of, um, the, I know yeah. you said digital marketing digital but, marketing for Rock
2: for, Nation and then sales and marketing for Complex okay, so cool. more on the brand partnership side so I was trying to figure uh-huh. out how they pull those sponsorships and stuff like that which gave me a little background on that mm-hmm. so if I ever decided to open kind of my own thing I'd be uh-huh. able to mm-hmm. I also graduated with a finance degree. There I didn't, we go. I didn't, yeah, okay. you know what I mean? Like, you got to be real versatile. Like, right. so my plan was, like, just learn the business, learn the business, and then eventually, you know, do something with music in it. So mm-hmm. that was kind of, like, my backup plan and stuff like mm-hmm. that in terms if this didn't go right. But right. here I am.
1: So tell right. me a little bit more about, like, your family upbringing. Would you come yeah. from a musical household? Do you, like, you know, music you grow up? You spoke a little bit about that yeah. on the interview before.
2: Yeah, so... um grew up in a household full of women which mm-hmm. also kind of like influences a lot of things that I do but i mean i was also i was always in musical theater i auditioned for the Lion King on Broadway when oh, i was no. like 6 i made the second call but then they were like no nah. <laughs> <laughs> so you so I mean good. i mean it's an experience i was like Rizzle from Greece. I don't know if y'all know the play, yeah, Greece, yeah, you know yeah, the movie. Um, so I did a lot of that. I did a lot of chorus, fake knew how to sing at some point. I hey, don't do that anymore. Uh, Maybe, five
3: uh, five right.
2: um, but yeah, music was always played. My mom was young when she had me, so she mm-hmm. was growing up too. Mm-hmm. So that kind of influenced the music taste we had in the house. Like, I knew all the things a lot of music from like the 80s and 90s and like rock was her thing so that's how i got into rock um high school middle school always in like some type of music program always okay and then college just kind of blew up like i made my own kind of like or complex version but a woman Like Mm -hmm. it was all women's complex version kind of like organization on campus and we just highlighted like having different women cover different parts of the entertainment industry so we have women cover sports cover um music Clothing, fashion, all that stuff. So I mean, it's a mix. It's just what I put myself into on the side when I have nothing else to do, you know. Doubt,
0: yeah. Okay. Um, do you have like a wo- a woman or like a mentor within the industry that you really look up to, like you've worked closely with, like?
2: Um, that's hard because I like to consider a lot of the women that I come into contact with as a, a little piece of all my like yeah. inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I love the mentor-mentee kind of, like, um, stigma and relationship. But for me, I think I learn more with experience. Mm. Um, So I can't really put a name towards a specific mentor. You know what I mean? Like, I think my experiences and the people that I've been involved with all have helped me in different ways. But I don't, like, I don't have a mentor. I would love Mm. to have one in terms of, like, guidance towards the industry. But I do think there's a huge discrepancy between older people in the industry and the younger people now mm. enter- entering the industry yeah, mm-hmm. um our mindsets are different we kind of work differently so it's it's been really hard trying to like gap that um divide there's a gap, yeah, there's yeah. A gap. um Definitely. and it's very evident yeah. you can tell yeah. um but it's also because times are changing you mm-hmm. know like I think we just gotta be a little more aware of how the times are changing how we can use that to our mm-hmm. best of ability you know but yeah like my mentors are everyone. Everyone I come across are my mentors, you
0: know. I like that mindset. Yeah.
1: So tell us, just for people who don't know what, you know, video promotion looks like, you said about a little bit more about, like, um, kind of being the PR for an artist. What does a typical day look like for you? Um,
2: so a typical day, I will get a music video from an artist, send it out for it to be on TV channels. Um, send it out to who? So we'll send it out to, like, MTV, BET, Vivo, Fuse, all these, like tv channel brands um and then we meet as a kind of a department and just go over like our priorities like which videos are going to be top like mm-hmm. roddy rich video will always be like a top <laughs> priority you know mm-hmm. um i go through youtube kind of like grab some inspo um we also do content pieces so kind of just figure out what artist is good for what content piece what fits their personality like that's really important because you can get really falsified content you know yes. what i mean because they don't like you can't put a rapper in a, I don't know, give me a weird scenario. Like, like you you just can't put, like, certain people with certain, like, activities. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that simple. So it takes a lot of, like, brainstorming and understanding who Mm -hmm. these artists are to pick them and choose. But, I mean, my days are pretty smooth. It gets busy. um, Ups and downs in the industry, ups and downs in schedules. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it really fluctuates. But a lot, majority of my time, I'm spending with artists one-on-one, okay. um, promo visits, and then um, music videos. Music videos is pretty much my life, like, That's music video, that. everything. Mm-hmm.
0: But you, like, you love visuals, like, I oftentimes love, when we talk in the group chat. I am a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, love, you love visuals. I do love you guys, visuals. Do you do,
1: you do uh, director pairings? Do you f- source the directors for no, these videos? No, so
2: I, so the funny thing is, I do want to get into that. So Directing we do
1: or finding directors? Directing. Okay. Mm, um, okay.
2: That's something I'm working on in the back of my kind of like everyday thing. Um, But it's a different department that does that. But we right. all kind of like work hand in hand for the overall outcome, you know. Right. But yeah, super cool.
0: Because it has to fit the vision,
1: obviously.
2: It has to fit the right. vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good.
0: Yeah. Um, And you went, uh correct me if I'm wrong, you went to the BT Awards and the Grammys? Yes, Both I worked them. them. Both of them. I didn't go to the Grammys, Not but the okay. I did...
2: Okay. So, Grammy week is full of a lot of, like, industry events. So, I did work on industry event for Grammy week. But, Grammy soon, Grammy (laughs) soon. So, what's
0: it like to, like, be now working at these events that you grew up as a kid watching on TV with your family?
2: I worked the VMAs last year. I did the BET Awards. And it's just, like, I used to sit in front of the TV and wait for this. Like, watch the red carpet, wait for the show, watch the performances. (laughs) And I know it's, like, dying these days, you know, the whole award show stuff but to be able to work that like the experience was just, like out of this world people think like i just sat on my butt and didn't do anything i was working i was sweating, <laughs> sweating. i was like what <laughs> like, i was running back and forth because you really do work so close to these artists yeah. and we had a lot of performances last year so right. i was lucky enough to go to la and we had lizzo we had um yeah i'm blanking we had cardi b like we had so many big people and it's just like i get to work with them you know what uh. i mean like It was amazing. And like, again, I'm super grateful because it does fluctuate with genres. You know, we had Ava Max. She's a pop star. Um, We had her for the VMAs and I got to see kind of like how that works, see the rehearsals and stuff like that. So it's a lot of work that goes into these shows that we don't really pay attention (laughs) to. But it's so cool to get that background. Like, I grew up watching this and Mm -hmm. we all have. So it's crazy. What's
0: it been like working with rock? Like, has, has that been what's that experience been like? What do you mean? you said you uh uh electro, right? Like electro rock. Oh, rock, yeah. yeah, oh, rock music. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah.
2: <laughs> um it's been cool. So I just I recently booked um All Time Low, which is one of our rock bands. Classic. Uh yeah. Classic guys. <laughs> yeah. And I got to meet them and they were so cool, super mm. kind. Um they did like a Vivo Live performance, which is out now. Um but yeah, like it's cool. Like uh, like I said, I'm a very I've always been um open to any genre of music except I don't think I can get into country. <laughs> no, there's like hybrid
1: country, <laughs> Maybe, honestly, like, that like, I, I will listen to. Yeah. Luke Bryan. Yeah, there's Luke a lot of Bryan. hybrid, like yeah, country pop. Depends. Not true,
0: country, country. K- like Casey Musgraves right. had a good album in like 2015. I Golden
1: Hour, I enjoyed that album. Yeah. Okay. I loved it. I loved Put it. me on because
2: <laughs> <laughs> certain ones I can, but you know, it's cool. Like, right. And I get to meet. It's crazy because everything is handled so differently. For each genre.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like
2: exactly. everything down to just like booking artists and who you go through and just The like, players are different. The mm-hmm. players
1: yeah. are so
3: different.
2: And you different. meet so many people. So That's cool. That's so
1: cool. It's almost like subcultures within yeah. a bigger lane. right? Definitely. Yeah. And then different people. Big on right. the subcultures. Right. right, right. <laughs> so kind of shifting gears a little bit. I want to go back to where you're talking about, you know, women's empowerment and kind of being a woman in the workplace. Um You, you said that your workplace is dominated by women. Oh, like, yeah. And that's not the case for most people who are, no. regardless of industry, I think, it's on not. the, you know, as the as a whole, there's underrepresentation for women, I think, in most fields. Definitely. So for those who don't have the luxury that you have to be in yeah. surrounded by strong women doing things and taking orders from women, too. Yeah. What would you say to those who feel maybe like disillusioned with their careers and their space, specifically within entertainment that are women um, who are not in that sort of
2: environment that you're in? What
1: would you say to them?
2: I mean, I would say just make your mark in the sense like let it be known that you're you want some sort of authority. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just and it's always good to have those conversations with men because I think they I think they also understand that times are changing and that we're all kind of like, you know, I think the conversation and the open dialogue is really important. But for those who are in positions that they can't really, they don't have power to change, I would, I don't know. I feel like if you're unhappy, I think you should, I always say like if you're unhappy in a situation, you shouldn't stay there, you know? Okay. And especially yeah. in a in an environment like that, it can be very distracting and very discouraging. So, I mean, I would just say I you kind of have to make your own lane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like show, that you can, you're capable of doing the same work as your counterpart. Right. So it's really hard for me to no, really like... indulge into that because mm. I've never experienced it, but I could imagine how difficult that could be, you mm. know?
0: You're lucky to you. Well, lucky you, mm. huh? No, no. Not <laughs> so like that. All, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> right. I, I got all my sisters I don't like to talk <laughs> on
2: things that I have no experience yeah, on, I, I, know? I,
0: That's important. I think a lot yeah, of more people lot should of adopt people that. Like that.
3: <laughs>
0: so have you had that moment doing the work you do where it's like i belong here like this is this is my purpose like i'm I'm doing what i'm meant to be doing
2: yeah i felt that so i recently like i'm the point person for the rock band um the rock label mm-hmm. and when my boss kind of gave me the authority i kind of just felt like wow like I literally just started working like a year ago and you feel that I'm like that good to be the person to count the point person for all these things. Like I was just like, wow. And then when my ideas come to life, it's just like, this is is me, (laughs) I'm doing it. And I'm such a creative that like whenever I see things that I created in my head, just like blow up and it's it's like wow like this is for me, this is my calling. Mind you, I wanted to be a whole doctor. So Whoa,
1: <laughs> hold on. Kerb. Right. I do want to be a doctor I wanted to
2: be a vet at some point.
1: Explain how where <laughs> was your to transition finance, point? To yeah. yeah. To music. Where was your <laughs> yeah, <laughs> transition yeah, yeah. point from so,
2: yeah sounds
3: like college though. Right. <laughs>
2: right. I started college as pre med and nah. then I was like, nah. Like I, lo- I'm a nerd. I love science. I follow NASA. Like I'm on the NASA website all the time. Like, that's <laughs>
1: from like, was that like a, a push or you just always was like just into it? What do you mean? Meaning like, did your mom say like? No, my mom be a- was
2: always like, do what you love. No, uh, and
0: you were just curious about NASA.
2: I was just, that's crazy. I was a nerd. Like I that's love good. books. I no, love science. I still keep in touch <laughs> with my science side. But it was like, this is not my passion. Like music was always my passion, and I felt like pairing. Business and music would have was the best pairing I could have ever done in college. Because right. now I I understand the business side of the label stuff mm-hmm. so much better. You
1: minored in music industry. Minored correct? in the music industry. Yeah, yeah. So, right.
2: mm-hmm. so yeah, I've been kind of like testing all the waters, I guess. But mm-hmm. music is definitely where I belong. Mm,
0: wow. So you said you eventually would want to do um, some directing. Do you have any yes. other other aspirations within the industry?
2: Yes. So I definitely do want to manage. I do want to, I want to manage women, emphasis on that. Um, I want to manage a women, a women group, girl group, Mm -hmm. I want to manage an R&B artist and then a rap artist. Like that will be my go-to. I have accomplished everything I could eventually kind of open my own label. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, really focus on, like, I do want to open my label, but my role when I open that label will be music videos and creative directing like and then i'll build a team and bring you know bring in people who fit every other thing but my biggest thing is because i'm so creative like i just i can like see things and envision how it works for that person and it fits them perfectly usually all the time so it's like i have like i feel like i have to do more with that do you do
1: any creative directive consulting on the side at all
2: see i wouldn't call it like it's not like an official job but i do help people kind of like envision like Kind of like photo shoots and stuff like that. Like I do some fun photo shoots on the side just like for fun um, with my little Nikon. Um, but yeah, like, I would love to really get deeper into that and just kind of like figure myself out. I think the biggest thing, especially working in the industry, you kind of want to establish yourself. So I've like been here for like a year and a half now. So now I feel like I have the right resources and the the network to kind of like now start doing the things I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You got to be somewhere for yeah. Like, Like, I feel like I need to, I needed to establish myself and now like I can start reaching out to like other things I might be interested in, you know? You. Yeah.
1: That's what's up. I Dope. see that. I like that. Yeah. Okay. We like I'm it. Talking. So question about <laughs> um, you know, so you were talking about like when you ended college, your first internship. Oh, yeah. That was your first internship. Yes. When you were done, like you were so degree, degreed and everything. Yo, right. Gosh. This was your first internship. What was I think what was the X factor that pushed you into getting that and securing that position basically for my further question, thereafter, after two part is For women who want to get in the industry but necessarily don't know how, don't have the Mm -hmm. wherewithal, but either have this creative desire or just know that I want to be in music, how do you? I think
2: the biggest things for this industry is networking. Mm -hmm. I'm like even
1: going about that can be a daunting task. So just walk us through your process.
2: Yeah. So for me, I so I learned a lot of networking in college. I think being able to like sit here and us having a conversation like those are skills that not a lot of people like are comfortable with and especially for my introverts out there like you really just i think in certain situations for things you're passionate about you really have to put yourself out there or kind of like figure out a way to connect with people who are also in your same position i connect more i connected really well with someone who was also a creative but also was just like they didn't know what to do so they taught me like oh i need to talk i need to speak to these people and the thing is like it's word of mouth you know what i mean like it's all about who you know who you talk to therefore just like this whole like resume application thing it's like it's like an underlying part it's not the like the biggest important part so i mean for me when i when i graduated i was like when i tell you i was gonna like i felt like i was gonna be really depressed because it's like you graduate college i was first generation like My family was like, where's the job? Where's the six figures? Like, (laughs) I was like, I don't know myself. (laughs) Like, I was trying to figure it out. And it's just, I really just DM'd my friend. I saw her working there. I was like, hey, I did this, this in college. Really just put myself out there. And I think a lot of people are too stubborn and too prideful to put Mm. themselves out there. Mm. I've sent DMs. I've sent emails. I've, like, LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I've connected with a lot of people in the industry and honestly, I feel like people appreciate you reaching out from a sincere place. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if you really are looking for something, reach out. You know, there's nothing wrong with, like, kind of, like, pitching. Like, the pitching the way yourself, you reach yeah. out is your pitch, mm-hmm. you know, is your... Your go to pitch, and it's where you take it from there. Like, if you know how to continue conversation, like, conversational skills are so important in this industry. Like, being able to just introduce yourself when you walk in a room. Like, that's one thing I do. Wherever I go, I just introduce myself so people know my name and they know that I'm uh, someone you can talk to. Right. You know, sometimes you walk into rooms and you're just, like, you know, not doing anything, and no one knows if they can talk to you or not. Like, you don't seem approachable. But yeah, I think it's just putting yourself out there and just talking. Like a lot of this is conversational, you know.
1: I feel that. What's the biggest misconception misconception that you that you uh, think uh, labels have? Like that people. (laughs)
3: That's so funny. (laughs) Because labels, you know, labels are the villain. People, labels are the villain that so much. Uh
1: They yeah, get so much. So, what is the crap. biggest misconception so you think, as a whole, or one of the few, some of the few that you think that the labels thousand. have <laughs> that, that may be unfounded? Like maybe, yeah. like, oh, well, labors aren't that bad. Like,
2: um, you know. I think is this whole this whole idea that we're like monsters, like that we we take artists and we make them do whatever we want, and they're like they're ours until they gave us this. I think people need to understand that this is a business. Um, there's contracts. You ask for money, you're taking a loan, you got to give the money back. Like, I mean, I think a lot of people aren't as educated in the music business as they should be, which I noticed a lot on Twitter. So, like, we'll, me and my coworkers will hop, we'll like text each other and send each other Twitters and we're like, yo, look at music industry Twitter, um, thinking they know things because people would literally sit there and be like, oh, XYZ artists did this, that, and that, when it's like a team of 15 people working their butts off just to make these things happen. So, I just, And I also think it's a disconnect between the artist and the label. Um, Because a lot of artists do enable these type of comments. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of labels now are trying to be a little more kind of, like, friendly, open. Like, because at the end of the day, people need to understand that the labels are business. They're, like, the powerhouses in in any type of, like, industry. You know what Mm I mean? Like, Sony owns things that have nothing to do with music. Mm -hmm. You know? This is business. This is money. Um... But, like, that's the biggest thing. Like, people are just... They think we're monsters. Like, whenever I say I work at a major label, it's like, oh, you're the person not letting XYZ artists (laughs) do this. And we're like, no. There's just certain things that haven't been met. (laughs) Right,
3: right, right. So
2: it's just... It's really hard because I understand the frustration of, like, people not understanding that and people seeing it as, like, oh, you guys are just power money houses, blah, blah, blah. But it's just a lot more into it that goes, you know?
0: And also it's like... You you sound very artist first, like you really yeah, enjoy I, working with the exactly. artists, but it's also your job. Like, this is how you make your living, your, yeah. your, your livelihood. So, like, it's not as much that they're trying to, like, take advantage of artists and speculating, but, exactly. like, it's business and you have to, you know, try to make the most that you can and also yeah. establish some type of partnership where both parties benefit. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, at the end of the day, I
2: think no one's going to be always, like, there's, people are not going to be 100% happy all the yeah. time. Because, you know, like, if you're working on something, you do have to provide certain things to make these things happen. And there's deadlines and there's just a lot of there's a lot of people involved, you know. It's not just the artist and the one person from the label. It's
3: <laughs> like a yeah. team
2: of fifty plus people, wow. you know? Like it it's deep. It's deeper than what you see and what people talk about on like Twitter and stuff. But <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Good. Wow.
2: That's me.
0: That <laughs> Love it.
3: Yes. I'm okay. She wow! drop some <laughs> okay. gems right. so
0: anyone looking to aspire to work in the industry yes, work at a label please. and video promotions we hope that you got something out of this very insightful conversation uh bulletin board i mean you know everything is shutting down so our you know our only announcement is wash your hands sanitize <laughs> moisturize
3: because
0: there ain't no events outside yet. W- wipe your phone screen down <laughs> um change your sheets you know, don't touch poles, especially subway poles. Don't 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 mm. touch the subway poles, the bus poles. Yeah. If you're gonna open a door, grab a paper towel, grab the handle. Yeah, with the just, elbow. Yeah, too. yeah, the elbow. For oh foot. yeah, there's no daps, no handshakes. We will, we we elbow. Um, so with that, I am Armand Sadler. This is my EP, Nick Early. We were joined by our, our fifth employee of the week. I forgot to say that. I always forget something. I always yeah. forget something. She our fifth our, employee of the she week. She yes, was Imaris <laughs> Reyes Atlantic. The Queen, Playlist Queen, um, I'm a fellow Drake Defender. Thank you again so much for joining us.
2: Thank you for um, having
0: me. Yes. And you all know, stay safe, stay humble, stay busy, stay sanitized. We got the best podcast in the city. Y'all mind,
1: Nick early with the flex, stay busy. Topic yes. out the to top, of conversation. Stay litty, keep it witty, no witty. Fail jiggy, yet gritty, stay ripped. Six lines, busy, get involved. All you little other podcasters getting crossed get lost. Like trying to go crawl, i Or trying to run a cover like moss, burn. burn. Stay busy, nigga, arm dedicated. Crawlin your so you know they educated. Telling every episode, I know the haters hate it. But they love it on the low, it's confused admiration. We live right now, Ray J on the line with it. This podcast straight up. Trevor Scott Lim. The shortest on the episode I might hit. But I left the arm red once I watched it. You know. The boy clean, I ain't washed up Levels crew with me, get involved, mo My guys know the music, they are not slow So get situated with this hot show No, we stay busy No, we stay busy No, we stay busy No, we stay busy No, we stay busy
3: No, we stay busy No, stay busy No, we stay busy